So it seems that the France riots are pretty much over, as far as I'm aware, or at least... France riots. France riots, the French ones. What, what are you looking at me like that? What's wrong with that? I mean, that's funny. Funny, isn't it? They're not the French riots. The France riots. What, what are you getting at here? Do you not see the difference? Oh. The riots in France versus this, the riots of the French. <laughs> that was my subconscious being factually correct. No, but there. even, like, sorry to skip... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The BBC <laughs> is the BBC is like France riots. So it's not the French, and uh, that is something that I uh, want to look at: is some of the consequences of what's happened since then, and some of the narratives surrounding it. And uh, the BBC says yes, fueled by everyday discrimination. And of course, implicit in this is that yes, it's the French. It's it's not the uh, the native French population that were rioting. Which is interesting. It's funny that a lot of the left-wing stuff, and I'm, I'm basically going to call the BBC a left-wing institution. I think we all know that at this point. It's not. Yeah, I mean, they are pedophiles, so. <laughs> Obviously a left-wing position, yes. Um, so yes, they're, they're just tacitly acknowledging, yes, obviously it was a bunch of foreigners burning down France. It wasn't actually the French doing it. And I find that quite amusing, that they've just taken our talking points as a given and just carried on with it and inserted like a bunch because of left-wing nonsense on top. Because it's true. There's undeniable of the case are video. Points. Yeah. <laughs> undeniable video evidence does make it difficult to deny. It's not just a bunch of angry Pierre's with their, their, their sort of rosary of, of garlic and their baguette hitting police officers as, as normal. Maybe wearing a yellow vest or something. But one thing that I thought was amusing was this. So um, we, here we have one of my favorite outlets, Memory TV. Um, I know you're, it's spoil me, mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> Amid protests in France, pro Al Qaeda media outlet claims jihadis are seizing opportunity to settle score with France. Saudi-born jihadi cleric hopes riots spread to other countries that support injustice and tyranny. And of course, injustice and, and tyranny to the Islamic world is inshallah, <laughs> is people who are not Muslim. And uh, it seems like this jihadi cleric had his wish because it did happen. Uh, France riots. Um, they're also uh, here. We have the India Times as well, using the same language. France riots, get your rather France than riots. French riots. Um, Switzerland and Belgium witness unrest in echoes of violence in the country. Funny, isn't it? I wonder. Um, wasn't didn't Switzerland at one point hold a uh, a referendum about the burqa, where they have a lot of referendums about? Well, they issues. they love referendums, don't they? I mean, love voting they, a certain way on those referendums too. <laughs> but yes. It, it seems like these countries have also had a, a certain demographic of people moving there, and it seems like, uh, despite the fact that you know they're not really involved in the uh, inner workings of French politics, there were still riots there, even though you know it was uh, supposedly the French police that had done the wrong thing. Um, I put that in quotation marks because those are not my words. Um, here we have um, the fact that in the uh, the area, a suburb of Paris, where this 17-year-old this lad was killed, uh, a Holocaust memorial was uh, seemingly defaced. What, what, what does that tell you? Do you think the, the, the French, average Frenchman... Yeah, they just this? deny the Holocaust to the French. Because the, the French are known for, you know, being of that persuasion, you know, that World War II, they, they sided with uh, the, the mid-century Germans. That's what definitely happened. It wasn't the other way around. I mean... I mean, there was a Vichy regime, but you know, most of France were opposed to this sort of it, thing. It wasn't, I don't know, volunteers. From no. The point I'm trying to make rather sarcastically is that I think it might be a certain uh, desert-dwelling population 
that ah uh, come on they love the juice yeah I mean they, they're just known to get on so well um, it, 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 the rocks the, and the trees will shout out oh Allah oh sorry oh Muslim oh servant of Allah there is a Jew behind me come and kiss him is that, <laughs> is that right I, uh, I can't remember that end bit but I think you're probably uh, right um, but yes the point I'm trying to make here is that it's mostly Muslims it seems perhaps some Africans thrown in there as well um, probably after some Nike trainers as in the United States um, so here we have um, an article from Republic World um, can no longer bear tyranny of violent minorities French police after nights of rioting so I, I found this quite interesting really they just directly say yes these are, are rioting minorities and <laughs> unions representing half of uh, French police on Friday said they were at war with vermin in uh, nights of rioting over officers shooting of a teenager. And I'm not sure if this is a, a translation thing, but they're just referring, the police are referring to minorities as vermin. I, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Minorities they're dealing with? Well, yes, but they didn't really specify. They didn't just say, <laughs> didn't just say you know, well, people who French, are rioting. Just... French language is a beautiful thing. They don't. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to draw attention to this next thing. It's a clip from a, a French game show. It just reminded me of it. So... <laughs> Name an animal that lives, among, uh, <laughs> that lives amongst us. And the contestant says, étranger, um, meaning foreigners. <laughs> and the, just the, the view of the host of the, the show after he says it. I'm not going to play the audio because I imagine most you of you are not to. French look speaking. Look at the face. says foreigners there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, it, it seems like um, the French are a little bit more willing to... Uh, a bit controversial. Uh, they're more embracing they're of the Marsh. French. Huh? They're all Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh? Do you not do you remember? There's a South Park episode where Randy Marsh oh. got a fortune. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I didn't People get that. People are annoying you. <laughs> but the point being that the French are far more happy to uh, be patriotic and hold up the French identity above others. <laughs> that face. <laughs> and um, another thing that kind of warms my heart here, is that um, France protests again, Sky News using the same terminology, fundraiser set up by far-right political advisor for officer detained over Nahel Merzouk shooting, a very French name, uh, raises 1.2 million. And this is what should have happened in America in the George Floyd situation, in my opinion. They just raised a lot of money for the police officer that did it because he's going to get thrown under the bus. I mean, if only the same thing could have happened to Chauvin, who I personally think is innocent, did nothing wrong. Um, the world would be a better place. But rather, um, it's also funny as well that there was a fundraiser for the family of the, the so-called victim that isn't nearly as much as the actual police officer that was involved in the shooting. So it's amazing what spite can do, isn't it? But uh, there we go. And uh, Macron, being the annoying weirdo that he is, um, blames a uh, familiar boogeyman, as NPR says, video games. And this is just ridiculous because, of course, how can video games lead a bunch of Muslims and perhaps uh, African migrants to burn down the streets? I mean, Muslims, notorious gamers, aren't they? I mean, they're, they're not shy about using the gamer word as much, but th that's probably not what <laughs> Macron is on about, really, is he? <laughs> so it's also worth pointing out that I have covered video games before, whether they're bad for you. I've examined the arguments with my psychological background and uh, 
my thinking is that as long as you aren't addicted to them, they can actually do a lot of good. And I like to compare it as it's an alternative form of entertainment. People like to pose it as, well, are you going to play video games or are you going to, you know, be productive? And it's never really that choice, is it? That's a false equivalency because it's video games versus watching TV or other forms of entertainment. Entertainment can be abused in any sort of way. And I don't think that's a fair argument. And I talk about all the cognitive benefits psychologically, because of course you're using your brain a lot more doing this than vice versa. So Macron is basically full of it. And he also blamed something else, social media for fanning the flames, um, because supposedly TikTok and Snapchat were used to organize some things. And it seems to me that you're blaming, blaming the symptoms and not the cause. Well, why are people doing this in the first place, Macron? It's not, you know, TikTok is egging them up. Well, actually, it's owned by the Chinese, so maybe. But it's not that Snapchat's saying, you know what, you need to go burn, out, go burn some stuff. You know what you need to do? Loot. You need to uh, beat innocent people up as they pass by. You need to knock down lampposts and set fire to libraries. I don't think that's going on. I think it's probably the people, and people have ideas that they spread, and they're going to do it regardless. It's not like... Uh, no, it's the books. Those damn books and the printing press that has caused this. <laughs> it's all those smoke signals. It's all been downhill since the invention of fire. Yeah, it's a ridiculous argument that doesn't make any sense. But perhaps more scary is that Macron revealed that he was considering shutting off social media platforms whilst the riots were going on, which is just terrifying totalitarianism. In oh, you remember during the Arab Spring, all the Arab countries did that, and the French specifically. Um, kept whining about how that was obvious censorship by an illegitimate mm -hmm. regime that needed to go. Cough, cough, cough. Who needs to go? Hmm. Macron, you need a, a bit of a taste of your own medicine, I think, there. And uh, it's also worth mentioning as well that apparently this is possible under EU content law, according to a top official, uh, Thierry Breton, which is uh, quite a French name, isn't it? Um, was basically supporting the notion that Macron had the power to do this, which it's terrifying in my mind. Just like, yes, I'm going to shut off a means of communicating and we're going to crack down on you. How is that not scary? Like, this is a developed Western country, you know, culturally relatively similar to, to Britain, America, the rest of Europe. Why are you making that face? I don't agree with any of that. No? Underdeveloped. Western. Culturally similar. Ugh. Overlook your hatred of France. And, and look at your hatred oh, of, of I'm authority. I'm taking that from my visit to France. When I went to France, I thought it was lovely. I don't think it's developed. I'm going to get my, uh, my passport revoked now, aren't I? I'm a traitor. To be fair, I am thinking of Paris. So. Well, even Frenchmen hate Paris. Yeah. It's like someone coming to London. It's oh, like, well, I hate England. It's, the rural, it's yeah. rural versus urban. Nation, national borders need not apply. I sound like a communist. I'm joking, by the way. Anyway, moving on to this. And uh, yes... France has also banned firework sales ahead of Bastille Day after the riots because they're like, yes, you know what was really going on? Fireworks. That was the problem. I thought the guns they had were a bit more threatening than the fireworks, but... I know, well, no mention of that. illegal as well. Mm -hmm. It's funny how they haven't drawn attention to that, isn't it? And it's just like, yeah, fireworks, that's more dangerous than guns, isn't it? Have you got a license for those fireworks? Well, apparently that's more important these days. And it's also worth mentioning this as well. Um, that it did a significant amount of damage. I think it came to about a billion US dollars in total, and they've had to use... Um, George Floyd protests like that's nothing. Yeah. 
Well, they, they weren't burning down the, the entire continent of North America, were they? But it still racked up a 700 million, I think that must be US dollar, insurance bill, which of course isn't all rosy. You know, they claimed it on insurance. This is something that you've actually talked to me about before. That, yeah, they're going to have to then pay for that increased insurance. It's not just that it's all fine if the insurance picks up the bill. Yeah, they're still the going to be. company make money? Yes, they're going to increase the rates, probably for everyone, actually. So everyone is going to be paying for this. And uh, yes, it's just stolen lots of money from other people by being child like children who are just burning stuff down because you don't like France. Which, um, uh, when I put it in those terms, it, it makes me awfully sympathetic. Um, no, but if you don't like London, what do you do? You leave London. Yes. Yeah, ple- please do. Um, less people in London would be lovely, actually. And uh, here we have, uh, don't be put off by the riots, France tells tourists and foreign investors. So <laughs> I thought this is quite funny as well. <laughs> because <laughs> It's normal, don't worry. <laughs> it's part of French culture, to be fair. It's like you, you uh, go to the Louvre, you, you, you eat some fro- frog's legs and baguettes. And you watch the local riots. You see people in yellow vests getting pummeled in the face by the, the, the police. Um, but obviously their onus for putting this out, because this is an embarrassing admission, isn't it? Is that clearly their tourist industry and their investment has suffered from this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, penultimately, here we have uh, The Guardian even acknowledging that, yeah, if the American and French approach hasn't worked, because France has been pretty laissez-faire, according to The Guardian, whereas the US has been proactive and evil work, kind of... Uh, I would have thought it's the exact opposite, but never mind. Like, the French take an active approach in trying to control, for example... I know, it's a weird framing, isn't it? But, public religious symbols? Mm-hmm. I mean, why does the burkini exist and then got banned? Yeah, the French are perhaps a lot more willing to defend their culture than in some states in the United States. I think all states. French do a really good job of trying to defend their culture. Yes, actively. and uh, I think the, the, the reading between the lines here, this, this gentleman, Keenan Malik, must be saying, yeah, the solution is just don't come. I, I'm sure that's what he really means. And uh, ignore the body of the article where he says something different. That's clearly what he means. Versus our strikes, don't worry about it. Yes. Um, it's basically that both don't go far enough is the reaction. Just like, yes, we need more foreigners. That's, that's the solution to all this unrest. You know, all these people that are burning down your city. If there were just more of them, it wouldn't happen. Well, it would be less of a problem because there'd be no French to whine about it. Yeah, there'd be, everything would be a charred ruin of a civilization because, of course, they're not going to build civilization because they've fled a failed one or at least one that is lesser. And so, finally, um, I suppose some good news because, of course, uh, the far right by the media standards is just the right in normal person standards. It says France's anti immigration far right gets a boost from recent riots over police killing of teens. And one thing that has been interesting to me is just like, oh, well, if the far right succeed, then anti Semitism is going to be on the rise. And who do they call the far right in France? Eric Zemmour. And uh, what is his religion? Oh, he's Jewish. No, but even then, if you want to talk about the French far right, the, the more they gain power, the less anti-Semitism there will be in France. That's the the funny thing, yeah. is that they're trying to get this sort of weird you know, the, narrative that doesn't work. I'm going to have to give you rough figures, but since the year 2000, the number of Jews in France has fallen by like 30%. Blimey. What? Do you know why that is? Who knows? 
maybe it's not safe for them anymore because the number of uh, Muslims in France has been going significantly up. They love the Jews. Come on. I, I know. They're, they're best friends, aren't they? They, they get on so well, particularly uh, around Israel. I mean, but yes, the point being that all of this rioting is just helping people be anti-immigration. And when you see a bunch of foreigners come into your country and start burning it down, um, they, they are integrating with French culture. That much is true. They love burning their own country down. However, it is a bit annoying. It's like having a house guest that just flips over your you know, coffee table and starts smearing their own excrement on the walls. Like, I was going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? You've ruined the fun. Now I don't even want to burn my, my own cities to the ground anymore. Now those other people are doing it. But yes, the point being here that, believe it or not, getting a bunch of foreigners in your country and rioting, burning it down, causing trouble, only makes people hate immigration, which I suppose is a good thing because it is ruining France, it's ruining everywhere really, and these people shouldn't be there because yes, believe it or not, Islam and uh, many other um, third world um, countries, they shouldn't be sending their migrants to the West anyway. The gulf between the two is too big. They just drag us down. That's my opinion. And um, yes, I suppose there's a, a little bit of, of good news there for us, along with a, a bunch of bad news. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site, such as the Contemplation series, this episode on when does something become a vice. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.